Welcome to Detroit Strange. That's Jessica over there. That's Alex over there. Hello. Hello. So I I think, if I recall correctly, there was some mention of Cats earlier, and I didn't know if you meant the musical that is touring in, in Detroit right now or the animal that meows. I'm so happy you had the ambiguity because <laughs> I didn't want it to be too obvious, uh-huh. but I was talking about the musical. Okay, because I immediately went to... Meow in my head just because I, I didn't met a capitalize cool, it for that reason. I met a cool cat yesterday. You met a medical cat? No, a cool cat. I met a cool cat. Oh, I thought you said a medical not, cat. No, no, I'm I like, didn't enunciate very cat well. Scan? No, I was at my friend's house and there's like a neighborhood cat named Bear and no. he's awesome. He was just like wandering around on her porch and stuff and it he's adorable. I, I love this cat. Adorbs. Yes. Would you? No, I met the musical cats because I saw it on Wednesday. Oh. I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, Wait, was this your first time seeing it? Yes. <gasps> okay. I saw it a million years ago. Well, like, I remember, like, when I was in middle school, my grandma rented the DVD. And I'm like, let's really watch that. It'll be fun. And, okay. like, it started. And I'm like, and I'm going to sleep. Uh, I, like, forced myself to sleep. So I was like, I am I a middle that. school, and I don't get it. What do you think? I, okay. And this it is prefaces safe... that I'm not reading any of the actors. This is a safe space. Because... The performance was great. The dancing was great. Mm-hmm. Like the dancing was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. The that's, costumes are usually pretty rad too. Yeah, the costumes are cool, but like just the way they're able to move their bodies. That's what I think the main draw of Cats is. That's what yeah. I if I had to guess. That's yeah. like the main draw. Yeah. And like vocally, they were good, but just like overall, like I don't. There was like no plot. Like, no zero plot. No, I not I'm even kind of not a fan of Cats to be and honest. No, I I, I like. It's one of those things where, like, I'm glad I saw it. Yeah. I never need to see it again. Yeah, I mean, if you're if you are into theater and if they, if that draws you, you should definitely see Cats because. Oh yeah, it's I'm not yeah. trying to yuck someone's yum, but it's just not for me. I I saw it a, a long time ago too when I was like super super into musical theater. Like I think I was a teenager and stuff, and like really getting into it and like really obsessed with yeah anything musical theater related. And I was just like, you saw that and you're like, no, I'm good. Huh. And then actually, I took in high, late high school. I took some voice lessons. Did you sing Memory? I did sing Memory, <laughs> which I mean, it's a fine song. It, I, it's it. I didn't realize I sang it like alone, four times. Yeah. And, that's, and like I'm like I feel like they're like, oh, this is the only good song in this musical. Let's see if we can squeeze in four times and get away with it. That is a fair analysis. I'm also not convinced that Andrew Lloyd Webber isn't just a furry, and he's just like, how could I loosely tie some shit together <laughs> to get people in cat suits? Well, and here's the thing. I think Andrew Lloyd Webber, he has um, been in charge of some, some, some very entertaining things. However, I also feel like he has just been that person to find like the formula to make Broadway for the masses, if that makes sense. Like, where it's, like, it is for, he, and, I mean, his heyday was, like, a while ago, but, like, everything he ever produced was, like. I know he did Family Opera. What else did he do? Yeah. All the ones that, like, people who aren't super into theater still are very, very highly aware of, like, are most likely Andrew Lee Weber. Like, I mean, not everything, but, like, a lot of them. And I think it was he kind of had this like run of success like kind of tightly together, and it it brought theater to people who weren't necessarily like theater goers. I think that's also it was like, more digestible, I believe. 
I feel like that's what they're trying to do with all these like musicals of like SpongeBob the musical. Uh-huh. It's like let's appeal to the people going mm-hmm. to TGI Fridays every week. Mm-hmm. Although I did see this is not quite in that vein, but I did see Jersey Boys a few years ago. I, you know, I fucked with Jersey Boys. I, I was see into that, it. But it was. Pretty I had seen it, but I feel like that's like classic. I yeah. mean, like I guess probably some people consider Cats classic, but. I'm not one of them. I remember I was talking with my friend Annie yesterday because I told her, oh, yeah, it's not cats. She's like, but we got to Les Mis, and that makes sense with Les Mis because she was like, Les Mis didn't make sense. I'm like, there was like not much plot there. I'm like, yeah. I that, mean, one is no. a bit, that one is a bit more plot. I was going to say that one, though, also. It has, has historical context. I, I wouldn't say there's a ton of plot. It has the whole French Revolution. But like that's kind of just like, that's more the setting than the plot, you know? Although, on my own is probably like, one of my guilty pleasures to sing in the shower. I don't know if I know that one. <gasps> oh my god! I've only seen Les Mis once, and it was it's... the movie, and I was kind of also like, why is this so fucking long? The movie is really boring. It sure is. It's, I mean, it's the actors in it are very good, but I think for yeah, a movie, again. for yeah. a movie, I think that they could have trimmed it a little bit more to make it a little bit more because they. I think it was like longer than Avatar, which I also never yeah. have watched. I've never watched. Well, no, I've I've seen oh. Les Mis. I've never watched Avatar because I just I never felt the need to. I'm like I hated three, Avatar. It's like th- I've heard it's like a three hour long Pocahontas of Blue People. I'm like I, I've seen Pocahontas. I've seen the I've seen it. I'm good. I saw it, my my family and uh, one of my friends' families used to do a like movie around Christmas every year. Like that was like our yeah. thing that we did because uh, we love tradition. And one year we saw Avatar, and my friend Christina and I were sitting there, and I was just like, "Do you just want to go to the bathroom right now because this movie sucks?" And she's like, "Yes." And so like we ran away to the bathroom just to like. Be talk able to like talk and like yeah. not be in the movie because like I I was just like oh, I hate this movie so much. Yeah. I'm so happy I didn't see. Did you know they're making like six more? There's gonna be six more Avatar movies. It's been so long since the first one. Why? Why? You could why? ask that about like half the movies being made these days. That's like, true. oh, it's been so long. Why are they making a Toy Story four? But I actually heard that was good. But I'm I not gonna go see it. Too. I'm not I, saying it. I would watch it maybe if it, the opportunity. I'll watch it if it south. comes to Disney Plus because I think I am going to subscribe to Disney Plus. That's not terrible, yeah. Yeah, I'm really hoping they have the old uh, DCOM movies, Disney Channel original movies. Oh, I was like, what is DCOM? That uh, sounds like the government. <laughs> DCOM movies, like me and Jen, we stand a DCOM movie. You what a DCOM? Stan. Stan. If you know like the term "stan" when like no, I think it comes from an Eminem song, but like oh, basically like a is super it the Eminem fan. song "Stan." Probably. Okay. See, I I don't know Eminem. <laughs> you don't know the word "stan." This is <laughs> we'll bridge this gap. Convergence. <laughs> that was a movie in a series. It was. Yeah, but so it's, I think it's like stan, it comes from the Eminem, but it's also I think a portmanteau of stalker and fan. Okay. Yeah. 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 So I st- like we stand, stand okay. we stand a decom movie it. like every once in a while like when we live together we just like walk up to like let's watch a Disney Channel movie <laughs> we're gonna watch a Disney Channel movie we just really I mean there's it. nothing wrong with that I was Did, far too old when High School Musical came out and I definitely watched they're doing that. it at the Ringworld right now and I really want to go see it oh I would see that let's go see that yes did you watch Disney Channel movies growing up I mean some of them yes what was your favorite I mean. It, I'm gonna go with probably High School Musical. Really? But I was, I was far too old to enjoy it. You're never too old it. for a decom movie. We'll say. Oh, actually, no. Um, what was the one about the space girl? I liked that oh, one. Oh, Xenon. Yes, I loved Xenon. 
I think Girl, I've, the twenty first century. Yeah, no, no, no. I like. No, I just remember the subtitle seen, and had oh. to say it. Like I know I've seen the second one a couple times, but I can't remember if I've ever seen the first. I remember the second one. They're like decommissioning her space station. I mean, I watched both and I enjoyed both. I cannot tell you the plot of either of them though at this point in time because it has been a minute. Yeah, I think my favorite one's got to be like Smart House. I don't know that one at all. What's her name? Uh, she played Leela in Futurama. Oh, um, Peggy Bundy. That's not yes. her real name, but um, <laughs> I Kathy, love her. Kathy yeah. something. Uh, Kathy Seagal. Kathy Seagal. Yes, yes. She plays um, an AI for this smart house. Like it's like a smart. Like it's like she has a great voice. I love her. Yeah, hence she her like, being a cartoon. Yeah, yeah, voice. yeah. She like plays like this house. Like she's at first just a voice, but then somehow she like actualizes herself as a hologram and like locks like basically is holding the family hostage at one point. That sounds amazing. Yeah, it's a great movie. Inaccurate. It's quite the tangent from Cats, but um, it's okay. Here we are. There, there was a whole yeah, uh, you know, lineup. Uh, you could string follow the dots. Of, yeah, yeah, yeah. What about you? Anything? Anything new? Anything you want to talk about? Anything not, on your mind? Not really. <laughs> I didn't see any any musicals or anything recently. Just been busy with not fun things. So yeah, just life, like adult life things, and I'm like, ugh. Yeah, I know how that goes. You yeah. need a good musical. We'll go see High School Musical, and it'll be great. Yes. Well. We sipping on some gin and juice, right? We are sipping on some gin and juice. I was trying to think of a song that mentions gin and juice, because I know there's one, but I can't remember is what it, it is. Is it the song Gin and Juice by Snoop Dogg? Possibly. Is that the one you're thinking? Okay. Uh, uh, again, I apparently don't know. <laughs> I don't the know. The lyrics are literally, sipping on gin and juice, laid back. I've realized I don't know male rappers, but I know female rappers generally. I mean, that's fair. Yeah. It's okay. We'll listen to Gin and Juice later. Okay. I don't know if that's... I'm I'm pretty sure that's the actual title of the song, but I know it's definitely the the. It's probably Gin, like apostrophe and apostrophe juice. Possibly, yeah. Gin and Juice. Yes, and today's juice, I went... I I got a strawberry watermelon for us because it sounded... It's delicious. Nice. Yeah, it tastes really good with the gin. I'm not usually I, a gin person, but I really like this. Oh, I like gin a lot. You know what? Gin, I have to be bitter to be feeling gin, it, usually. Well, well, that's sad. Um, oh, no, I know. But gin, it has so many flavors. And I got a uh, Bombay Sapphire, which I it has extra botanicals in it. Juniper? No, I think that's it's a, juniper. That's, that's an every... No, no, no. But gin, all gins are... Oh, it has like yeah. so things gin, beyond... Gin, a fun thing about gin, it's basically vodka... That's with been juniper. infused. No, yeah. No, it's been infused with botanicals. Juniper is in every gin for sure. But they're anywhere between, I can't remember remember the exact numbers, but it's like eight to 16 botanicals. So Bombay Sapphire has like two more botanicals than your average gin. Okay. Yeah. I don't remember where I learned that. I cannot like- corroborate this at all right now, but I know I somebody along the line or somewhere along the line I've heard this fact. So it's like Dr. Pepper and Coca-Cola where they're basically the same thing, but... Dr. Pepper's infused with 23 more flavors. Exactly. Yes. Yes. Science. But, but actually, Bombay, I'm going to be very strong about this. Um, I do really like Bombay a lot, though, because of those extra, th- there's more flavor notes. Like, yeah. It's, it's got a little bit more going on. And it's so funny because there's so much going on in gin that, but you can still mix it with a lot of flavors and it's still a lot of fun. Yeah. I like, like, I didn't like gin for a while. Well, it but tastes then, like a Christmas tree and that's a little bit sure to get over. Well, when like, you're... that's like the thing is like my family drinks it at Christmas. Like that, the drink at Christmas is gin and tonic. Mm-hmm. And 
that's how I always end up with like a big supply of Tanqueray after the holiday because mm-hmm. like we buy Tanqueray, which I love because it just reminds me of the Amy Winehouse. Like they just sniffed me out like I was Tanqueray. Mm-hmm. I chose this because I I could see myself having this beverage at this location. Ooh. Yes. So, I guess all right. Are we on this whole thing of like? Have you heard? You know, I like that for us. Well, have you heard of? I'm going to preface this. I'm not covering this entire location because I'm sure this location will come up again. Yeah. But have you heard of a little place called Belle Isle? No. Okay. Well, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, I've heard of Belle Isle. Yes. So I'm I'm going to cover a couple things about Belle Isle because I found one ooky spooky. Ooh. There might be more, but I found one and I'm very excited about it. Um, so a couple things, though, in general about Belle Isle. So it is two and a half miles wide it's in the middle of the river the detroit river and it means beautiful island in french or as i wrote en français oh you fancy huh i so fancy but the island was settled by french colonists in the 18th century and they actually named it ile aux cochons which means hog island <laughs> so guess pretty as there. a pig <laughs> yeah it, yeah so after that or after the livestock that were allowed to to roam free so the park opened officially in 1845, and the name officially became Belle Isle, because that probably sounded better than Hog Island. Yeah. And Belle Isle, as we know it today, started as a park, and I'm going to talk about this a little bit later, but it was rumored to be started by Frederick Olmsted. Oh, I heard of him. You've heard of him. So in the 1880s, so that is, suppo- well, not supposedly, that is the man who designed New York Central, New York Central. And New York Elmwood Cemetery. City's Central Park and Elmwood Cemetery. Flashback, callback. Yes. But we're going to think about that later because they also found something that kind of debates this fact. Okay. One of the largest inhabitants of the island were fallow deer, many of which were white fallow deers, and they were widespread on the island from the 1890s on. This isolated population, because there's water that surrounds it, fell prey to disease uh, at the close of the 20th century as the result of a cyclic inbreeding. So basically there was no other deers for them to get dirty with, and it did not turn out well for the... Like the royal family in Russia. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) I just learned they all had sickle cell anemia, and it was no bueno. Or no, hemophilia. Hemophilia. Okay, okay. Sickle cell anemia, I think... Somehow combats anemia. I don't know. I am not Hemophilia. a doctor. This isn't the medical podcast, no. nor is it a Russian podcast, no. so we'll no. move on. No. So in 2004, the last of the 300 animals that were still on the island were captured. In, so originally there was more like 300, and it kind of dwindled down. And they were captured and taken to the Detroit Zoo. So the, again, this was you know 15 years ago. And the Nature Center, which is located on Belle Isle. So the first zoo in Belle Isle was opened in 1895. Oh, I didn't know they had a zoo. I knew they had an aquarium and a conservatory, but I didn't know they had a zoo. They had actually like a whole running zoo. And there's this this guy I saw did this whole, um, what are those things that fly in the air? Airplanes? No. Birds? The camera. Kites? And drones? Drones, thank you. So this guy did this whole thing with this drone because there's still some remnants of this original zoo on the island, which we'll talk about a little bit. But Belle Isle is the country's largest island park. So island cool. being the, the word there. Suck it's, Hawaii. It's approximately 900 acres. It's larger than Central Park in New York. Really? Yeah, the whole the whole thing of it, at least according to the I information I guess it makes I sense because it's not in the middle of a city. Yeah, exactly. But cool still. The bridge to visit it is off a Tanglewood Drive. So I'm going to come back to that in a little bit with the ooky spooky, but I want to tell that 
at the end because I think that's fun. There has been an unusual amount of deaths and suicides on the island. And part of that is because there is what leading to the island? A bridge? Yes. So unfortunately, a lot of people have jumped from that bridge. Isn't that really that high of a bridge? Did you do it in winter when it was icy? I don't know that information specifically. It's really not that high. But you know who else dropped from that bridge and Houdini. went into the ice? Yes. Call back. Bow, yes. bow, bow. Although it was not the bridge that is standing today. That, that one burned down. Yeah. Yeah. So, That's Detroit story. Yes. So the zoo opened in 1895, like I said, and it closed for good in 2002. In 2005, the Belle Isle Nature Center opened, and to the delight of many... Uh, it's still in operation. I have been to this nature center. It's a little bit small. It's got the tanks with like frogs in it. There's a few deer and some. Is it the aquarium? Oh, no, no, no. No, it's not the aquarium. It's on not quite the other side of the. It's kind of. So when you get onto it from the Detroit side, it's not by the entrance. But when you go back around and you're almost back to where you're going to get off of it, because, you know, it's like a one way situation or whatever yeah. for a lot of it. If you go around the perimeter of it at towards the end of that perimeter on the left there is the nature center okay so this opened in 2005 and it's still in operation again it's a little bit smaller it's all things i believe that would like actually inhabit the island so it's it doesn't have like a lot of animals per se but it's got a lot of information about animals that would be on the island and some of the actual animals are are there and stuff too like i want to say there's like turtles and frogs there are a few deer like things like that there are numerous bridges and uh, on the island itself and a lot of forest. Um, you can drive on them. You can walk on them, walk over many of the bridges. However, it seems that some of the bridges attract a little bit of phantasm. What's phantasm? I'm going to come back to this. because okay. I want the ookies. It's like Fantasia? I think it, it means phantoms. Like Ooh. Yeah. So the zoo the zoo, the original zoo, though, is empty and quiet. It's actually like an abandoned kind of grounds on the island. Oh, that's okay, spooky. Mm-hmm. So there's, there used to be wild animals such as monkeys, cheetahs, elephants, lions for people's enjoyment. Uh, it's now become a very kind of eerie reality because it's kind of like this weird, like concrete, abandoned jungle area. Uh, in 1910, a zoo was added was when the zoo was added into the middle of the park. The zoo itself was open for 46 years, a destination for the well-off. So, like, this is a time when, like, Detroit has, like, a lot of prosperity. So there is, like, a very wealthy sect of Detroit at this point in time. They want to, you know, do something with the family and whatnot. Let's go laugh at the caged animals. Exactly. And the poor people. Exactly. So it opened officially, officially in 1928. In 1947, the zoo was downsized, however. So I, I, it didn't say why, so I don't know if it was just not doing that good or what. And in 1956, the zoo became the children's zoo on Belle Isle with uh, the Detroit Zoo gaining popularity. Oh, I'm sorry. That's what I mean. When I, did, I said Detroit that very zoo, weird. Like the Detroit Zoo in Royal Oak? Yes, exactly. Okay. So I, the Detroit Zoo as we know it, that's what I meant by this. I said yeah, it yeah, very yeah. weird. So the Detroit Zoo as we know it opened in 1928. So that also. Really? It's yeah. that old? Yeah. Huh. And I mean, I guess the, you could tell from the butterfly house. The butterfly house looks pretty it, old. Yeah. But the butterflies are beautiful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Butterflies kind of freak me out. <laughs> I mean, I get that. I mean, if you touch them, you get their dust on you. It's scary. Well, no, you also, like, they're fragile. Yeah, they're very fragile. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so when that opened in 1928, the, the other zoo, the Belle Isles, it wasn't as big. And I'm, I'm sure it impacted a lot. So in 1956, it became known as the Children's Zoo on Belle Isle. And after the main zoo had moved to its current place in Royal Oak, 
it kind of affected it. So in 1980, they opened up a place called Safari Land to take the children's zoo place. So kind of, I th- it sounds like trying to make it like a little bit more exciting. Yeah. Uh, 2002 rolled around and Safari Land was permanently closed. And the zoo became kind of a distant memory. But a lot of Belle Isle, unfortunately, did kind of become like a little bit of a distant memory. Part- yeah. 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 So the island's remaining herd of inbred European fallow deer, so those deer from earlier, unfortunately, were moved into the zoo. And by 2002, budgetary problems coupled with declining attendance caused the facility to delay opening for the season. And then Mayor Kwame Kilpatrick decided to keep the zoo closed instead of opening it. I heard of him. Yep. Citing funding issues in the city's growing deficit. So he's like, yeah, we're not going to open that zoo anymore. So that's why it officially closed. So most of the metal has been taken by scrappers. A lot of the structures have been marked with a lot of graffiti. And the raised boardwalks that used to house visitors have started to crumble. So this is like kind of a little bit dilapidated. What's the word I was going to go with? (laughs) Both are duh words. And then the Nature Center was constructed at the opposite end of the park in 2004 under Kilpatrick after a public campaign by groups, one of which is the Friends of Belle Isle, which I follow on Facebook. They do a lot of fun stuff on Belle Isle. Um, Helped a a new bond passed. So it closed again in 2002 officially by Kilpatrick. And then by 2004, so many people were like, "Uh, that's crap. That They didn't reopen that, unfortunately, but they made the the current... um, nature center open though the one that is definitely still available today yeah. so the original zoo has now been vacant over 17 years it's been used in several movies um Ooh, do we know which ones i do not know which ones i tried to look it up there's not a ton it's probably hard to look up yeah it's like a pretty niche yeah location and then the state park took over belle isle on february 10th in 2014 which I am a big fan of because I used to work at a state park in college. That was my summer job. So I'm a real big fan of Which the state one? park system. It was called Proud Lake Recreation Area. I've heard of that. Yeah. I, I grew up kind of near there. And it was my college summer job when I would, like, come home and whatnot. And That's kind of fun. Yeah. I enjoyed it. I worked with well, I, one of my friends and I actually got hired. To, we, we, we did our interview together. <laughs> Which is so weird. I love that. <laughs> and we got here together and, you know, made some other friends and stuff. So it was fun. Working at, I highly recommend it. It was a great job. Lots of bonfires. Yeah. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. So again, big, big fan of the state park. Please get that thing for the license plate. The annual pass. I need to pass. renew my license plate soon. Please so. get the annual pass. It's only I'm planning like, on yeah. it because I'm going camping soon. It's such a deal. It's yeah. such a deal. So now... Are you ready for the ooky spooky that drew me to Belle Isle originally? And this I is why I started talking about jelly. the animals and stuff. Okay, great. I am also ready for this because this is something we can try to go do someday. Like I said, you enter on Tanglewood Drive. So there is a legend that if you turn your engine off and honk three times, a lady in white will appear in the woods and motion for you to follow her. <sighs> so this was a very popular thing like back in the 1950s. This was like a, a big like, let's go to Belle Isle find the lady in white so there are two different stories one of them is very short one of them has a little bit more history to it as to who the lady in white that tries to make you follow her into the woods is is it madonna there are three stories about who the lady in white no i'm just kidding (laughs) uh no so one is a story of a bride murdered by her betrothed on their wedding day and so she just walks the island i feel like that's a very like there's a lot she's salty so she's definitely you know but the other one has a little bit more history to it. So it, 
this is the one I kind of tend to go towards. Okay. So before there were settlers here, who do you think was uh, chilling on that island? Native Americans. Exactly. So Native American legend, prior to its current name, the island was actually called Rattlesnake Island. And <laughs> that, was, that was a rattle. <laughs> that sounded like, like a purring mammal. But basically, there were a lot of water snakes around the island and its shores. So the Chippewa and Ottawa Native Americans referred to it also as the Island of Swans or Wanabizi. I didn't see exactly why that was, but it was some of the names of it. Because there were so many swans. Probably. Swans are dicks. Maybe they had like a bunch of those swan pedal boats. I hope so. Those are cheesy and I love them. Right. <laughs> those Native Americans, they carved those swan, yes. swan paddle boats yes. for Belle Isle. So they're the daughter of Ottawa Chief Sleeping Bear, uh, which I wonder if he's related to the dunes now that I'm thinking about Ooh, it. Oh, yeah. I was, that's Probably. My, my first thought. Maybe. And she was very gorgeous. So his daughter was just beautiful. And she had a lot of suitors. And so he hid her because there was just so much attention and he was a father. And he hid her in a blanket and covered her in a canoe and sent her down the river to kind of like... Like Moses. Yes. Except different, but yes. Yeah. (laughs) But even the wind admired her beauty and took the blanket away and pushed the canoe down the river where she was then kidnapped, as beautiful people are. Always. And then the wind... I'm constantly being kidnapped. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad you made it today. Same. (laughs) And then the wind god beat her and held her captive and brought her home eventually. So the chief then decided to place her on the island for safety. So they weren't on the island when all this started, but yeah. the island was like, you know, a safety place. Yeah. And he then asked the great spirits for her to be protected. And they did so by surrounding the island with the snakes. So that's the story of how the snakes came to be around Belle Isle. Okay. And also gave her immortality at this point, too. So that was, it was a twofer. So, snakes, okay. Yes. So sure, she, why not? She became known as the snake goddess of Belle Isle. And a legend also claims that she has the ability to turn into a white doe. So I'm guessing one of those follow deer uh, that many have seen. So it's said that just as the doe disappears from sight, she transforms into a beautiful Native American maiden. Unknown to most, they have just met the snake goddess of Belle Isle. So the beautiful daughter. And... That is the ooky spooky of Belle Isle. I could not find a lot of like firsthand accounts of this, but it, it's been a legend again since like at least the 50s. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I wonder- we'll just have to go to Belle Isle and honk our horn three times. I know. And I'm wondering if people still do this. Like, I, you know, I we'll love a good a urban legend. Yeah. yeah. So, you know what? If you, if you go to Belle Isle and honk your horn three times, take a video, send it to us. Maybe if you if see you a go- deer, let us know. Right. Or if you see Jimmy Hoffa, please let us know at DetroitStrangeAtGmail.com. if you see Jimmy Hoffa riding a deer, yes. you can also DM us at Facebook or Instagram, Detroit Strange. Yes. I really like the, the image I of just, Jimmy I'm Hoffa just, riding a deer. Yeah. The ghost of... The ghost of Jimmy Hoffa riding the ghost of this deer woman. Yeah, that sounds beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> but don't follow them in the woods. I've heard that's a bad idea. No. Don't follow anybody in the woods, actually, ever. That's a terrible idea. Yeah, just, like... Stay safe, please. Please. <laughs> but no, like, that was... It had the ookies, it had the spookies, uh, it had French, it had Native Americans. It did. Um, had defunct zoos. Yeah. Had Kwame Kilpatrick. Which, honestly, you have to see this video this guy took with this drone. It's It's... It's kind of cool. I'm so excited. I love drone videos. 
Yeah, it's it's neat. Drones kind of freak me out though, because like a couple people on my trip. Oh, when I don't I went like July, them. Yeah, like they sound like giant mosquitoes, and I'm not into that. And anytime one's above you, it is the most like anxiety-inducing situation oh, yeah. ever. I'm just like, nope, 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 nope. Like, I really hope Amazon doesn't start, like, droning things to people. Like, just have a They've person. They've been talking about that for so long, though. Like, it's I hope not, they don't. Yeah. Stay away, Amazon. Delivery drivers, please. Yeah. Keep humans in those jobs. Mm-hmm. So I can write fun notes, like, hide my package behind my chair. Yes. <laughs> when I was gone for Labor Day weekend, I had, like, four or five packages delivered. Wow. And it was so obnoxious because I was gone. Hey, big spender. It was nothing. I mean, I had shoes, and then it was all just, like, things I had ordered, ordered like, a long time ago. Like, things I pre-ordered and forgot about. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's, like, the exciting thing, though. Because you're, like... I love pre-ordering and forgetting about things. Gift from me to me. Exactly. (laughs) Like, two are video games, and I'm so excited about both of them. Yes. But that was... I loved hearing about Belay a little bit. I, like, did not know there was a zoo. Well, and that's what I... So I started into it with just, like, the ghost of Belay, because I was... Yeah, just looking. You find it be spooky. Yeah, and then I was like, Belle Isle. There is a lot of stuff on Belle Isle, so yeah. I was like, I'm not gonna cover all of it because I want to give everything its like due time and. Because like, there's a casino that burned down. Yeah, exactly, and that's like a whole thing. I I yeah. want that to be on its own. So yeah, but I added in the zoo because there was the whole uh, deer situation and With the inbred deer. Yeah, yeah, but and also since there was a connection between that story and the deer, I was like, oh, we'll do kind of like a a nature centered. Yeah. Um. Take that angle of Belle Isle. Yeah. Take that angle, Belle Isle. <laughs> Take that inbred deer. Yeah. I don't know. I feel bad for them. Yeah, that's not bueno. Yeah. So the reason I said remind me to talk about cats is because my two truths and a lie uh-huh. is about cats. Meow. Uh, capital <laughs> C cats. Oh. Honestly, though, that song about Rum Tum Tugger or whatever his <laughs> name is was like, I wanted to like it. It was also like, it kept being like, if I want this, mm-hmm. I'll do that. Yeah. Or if I want that, I'll want this. It's like, okay, we get it. You don't just like give every counter example. Like, we get it. <laughs> uh, but like, I did like Rum Tum Tugger or whatever his name is. Is that it? I think that's it. Okay. Yeah, that sounds right. Rum Tum Rum Tum Tiger, yeah. Sure. The guy who played him in this production was great. I think it's, isn't it Tiger though, not Tugger? Well, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know either. That's not my true truth in the light either. If you know, we are the not a cats podcast. We're definitely not a cats <laughs> podcast. We're just doing like two cats, uh, two cats in the lie. Yeah. So here's the two cats in the lie. Tell me. It's the third longest Broadway show after Phantom of the Opera in Chicago. Two, it's based off a book of poems by T.S. Eliot called Old Possum's Book of Practical Cats. And three, Grizabella the Glamour Cat was not in the book. Alex, I'd like to guess, what is A? A is the third longest running Broadway show after Family Opera in Chicago. Yeah, I don't think that's true. You're right. I think it's the longest. You're wrong. Okay, damn it. It's the fourth. Oh, damn it. Really? Yeah, so it okay. goes um, Fan of the Opera, Chicago, Lion King, then Cats. It was longest of oh. something, but I can't remember what it was. Okay. It was longest, but then it was overtaken it was by longest, Hairspray. And then they, well, yeah, yeah, other things came out. Okay. Yeah. I knew at one point it was the longest. Yeah. But still. Which I don't understand how. I don't either. No, that's how I felt the first time. Because, like, I, th- I think when I saw it, 
it was either the longest or it was like I knew it had been the longest at some point and I saw yeah. it and I was like, huh. I feel like it's just because people I think it's digestible for a lot of people though. It is because there's I, no plots. And I'm like, I will not see the movie. Here's the thing. I don't I'm so uncomfortable with the trailer. Yes, it's like I think we talked about this before. It's too uncanny valley. It's like Yes. But I'm also It's between Aladdin's genie and yeah, Sonic and how uncomfortable it's making people. But I would watch it if somebody will hold my hand. Because <laughs> I feel like it will terrify me more than anything. But I'm also so curious because I'm like, how? I, I'm just. I'm Curiosity so... killed the cats. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> Although Curiosity probably made cats. It killed the cat, but it made cats. Well, so did some poems, apparently. Like, yeah. I, I, so <laughs> I guess like Possum was T.S. Eliot's nickname. Interesting. But was like he the, nocturnal? I'm wondering now. I don't know. I don't know and much about T.S. Eliot. Was it possum or opossum? But no, Grizabelle the Glamour Cat was not in the book um, because she she was left out because she was too sad for children. Aww. But she was what inspired Andrew Lloyd Webber to write the full-blown musical. Well, some cats are sad. Yeah, like I guess like this is... That's like, part of life. He like wrote the music based off the poems. Okay. Did a concert with some of them, and then like Andrew Lloyd Webber's, or not Andrew Lloyd Webber's, uh, T.S. Eliot's estate was like, here's some unreleased poems he saw on the Grizzabelle of the Cat one. He's like, this is the basis of the musical. Oh. Which, like, one thing that really bothered me is like, she was selected, she uh, is the Jellicle? She was selected as a Jellicle cat or whatever. And she just kind of like floated off into nothing. We never saw her again. I was like hoping to see her reborn. Mm hmm. But yeah, I think that brings us to the end of this episode. I think so too. This has been a, a, a nice. It's been a journey. Yeah. 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 So I guess if you have any stories about Bella Isle or anything you want to yeah. share. Oh, I forgot to tell my my sources though, because we are trying to. Oh yeah, do your sources. Uh, we were going to put them on all the social, but let's just say them in the episode. Yeah. Uh, MichiganOtherSide.com, 99WFMK.com, DetroitCurb.com, TripAdvisor, Detroit Underground, Huffington Post, Detroit Urbex, Wikipedia, and Atlas Obscura, which I love Atlas Obscura. Yes. So much fun stuff on there. So, yeah. Email yeah. us at DetroitStrange at gmail.com. Yeah. And find us on uh, the Facebook and the Instagram, and sometimes the Twitter, you know, we're going to try with that at Detroit Strange. Yeah. And until then, stay strange. <laughs> Are we gonna- this has been a production of Planet Amp Podcast, powered by Pinecast. Our theme song was created by Sax and Violence. <laughs>